well, welcome back, modern fans, to this, the first official episode of This Week in Modern, brought to you by the Mana Symbol Channel in association with Modern Mayhem. I am Mean Mono Green of Lanoir, coming to you from the broadcast center of the newly constructed This Week in Modern studios. And there were five significant tournaments over this weekend, so let's waste no time to get you to the big news. The Hunter Burton Memorial Open, one of the largest paper events to be held since the start of the global pandemic, was this weekend with 487 players getting together in Hearst, Texas. The Memorial Open celebrates the life of Hunter Burton by raising money for suicide awareness. You can visit HunterBurtonMemorialOpen.com to learn more and donate. Several popular online personalities, writers, and streamers showed up ready to compete, including Everett Mohan, Cedric Phillips, and Aaron Barich, all competing in the 13 rounds on the way to the top eight cut. But none of those players took home the top spot. Instead, that was taken by Gary Wong, beating out Christian Castro in the finals, a Teamer Rhinos mirror match. The top eight did include fan favorite Aspiring Spike playing his dress down Grixis Death Shadow deck, who fell in the semifinals to Ed Bracamontes's black-white reanimator deck. Rounding out your top eight were Joseph Schelling on Jun Food, Colin Roundtree on Hammer Time, Thomas Pham on Blue-Red Prowess, and Isaac Contreras-Garcia on Red-Green Panza featuring Karn, the great creator. The top 32 was incredibly diverse, and all the deck lists for this event and their final standings can be found at the links below the video. Next up, the Modern Showcase Qualifier is an event held four times per year that feeds into the final event of the year, the eight-player Magic Online Championship Series, or MOX. Qualification is attained by reaching the top four of the monthly showcase challenges or first place in a last chance qualifier. This showcase qualifier was won by Derek Davis of Louisville, Kentucky, whose elemental deck came out on top of season pro Willie Idol playing Blue-Red Murktide. Idol was only one win away from back-to-back -back showcase qualifier wins, but was dispatched in fury and solitude by Davis's elementals. Worthy of note, Grinder House of Mana ran undefeated through the Swiss playing, of all things, Amulet Titan. House of Mana is of course an unbelievable player of this deck. The Saturday Modern Challenge had 126 players, surprisingly large considering the number of other events going on over this weekend. The challenge meta has been smoothly rotating out which decks have a dominating weekend with occasional lulls where many decks have a chance. This weekend looked to be the latter with the top eight having seven different decks. The only one represented twice was four color elementals, including another top eight by Canister, who's been in a truly staggering string of finishes in the last few months. Streamer Doomwake also made a deep run to the top four on Team of Rhinos, showing that Devin is just as capable of serving up 4-4 Rhinos as he is food. But the talk of the tournament had to be the player who defeated Doom to head to and win the finals, Wafo Tapa, on a control deck of his signature style. In this case, Wafo, screen name Watu, brought a blue-white control deck with a wide range of singleton cards and a full grip of Teferi Time Raveler, Counterspell, Prismatic Ending, and Archmage's Charm. In second place was username 45, Quentin Della Fosse, on the Rooney 56 style split configuration of Velomachus Turns. Four Time Warps, one Velomachus, and one Emrakul the Aeons Torn. In third place, we saw the return of five color Niv to Light, piloted by Martin Dominguez. Dominguez said in a tweet, deck loses versus combo and beats everything else. The top eight was rounded out by Lord of Puntlantis on Yogmoth Combo. Zoomer Wunderkind Wambo Combo on four color elementals, 
and MTGO user Nadabe on Four Color Living In. The top 32 of this event showed the incredible diversity of Modern again in the competitive formats right now, with Team of Rhinos and Hammer Time being the only decks to show up with more than two copies, and 16 individually represented archetypes, including some seriously wild stuff. 15th place, CFT Sock 3 on Four Color Felidar Sahili Combo, featuring Showdown of the Skulls. And in 17th place, Bluetron Master Trellin on Teamertron. Sunday's challenge featured another slice of diversity, with several decks showing up in the top 32 that just did not show up in Saturday's event, such as Jeskai Wurza by Diamblo XSC in 32nd place, Five Color Elementals by Zodak91 in 23rd place, with Thunderkin Awakener and Lightning Skelemental, Jeskai Merktide with Geist of St. Traft by Hyper in 30th place, and just short of the top eight, Green-White Scales, with Arcbound Javelinier, played by MTG Bulent, and Mono Green Scales, played by Capriccioso, in 9th and 10th respectively. But besides the Jeskai Wurza deck showing up in 32nd place, it also took down the whole event in the hands of Gershi, with a list featuring zero copies of Teferi Time Raveler in the 75, perhaps showing that the strategy needs no help from a meddlesome planeswalker to stand tall over Cascade and Control. The rest of Sunday's top eight consisted of Loyopoyo 2001 on Mono White Hammer Time, Aktung Schaff 827 on Green Tron, Mr. Rayeb playing a twist on four color creativity he calls Emmy Cool in fourth place, Volkswagen in fifth place on Blue Red Merktide, Max Magister sixth place on Teamer Footballs, Vidar seventh on Red White Burn, and Nico 41 in eighth place on Grixis Luris. However, this event's start time was mere hours before the big event of Sunday, the Modern Super Qualifier, the winner of which receives an invitation to the next set championship on Magic Arena, an event with a $150,000 prize pool and a minimum payout of $250. With 224 players, the Modern Super Qualifier was not as big as some of the previous ones, but still a large field of top-tier players required to get through eight rounds for a shot at the top eight. And without a distraction from the incredible accomplishment, Wafotapa, playing the same blue-white Chalice control deck, made it to the finals, but lost out to Oscar Franco on four-color Living End. Living End has been looking a little less popular and prevalent than Teamer Footfalls in the lead-up to this tournament, but came out on top showing that both Cascade variants are powerful and able to play through the hate. Max Magister putting up another deep result, making third place on Teamer Footfalls. Rooney56 made fourth place, pivoting from his four-color split build of Velimachus and Emrakul to Zansayed's build with four-color creativity and two Emrakul, the promised end, as well as additional copies of Transmogrify. The rest of the top eight contained Mono White Hammer Time by Yogmoth PT, Teamer Footfalls by Clint 21 Darius89 on another copy of Living End, and Romierto won on Mardu Burn with Luris. But even the Super Qualifier was not immune to innovative decks making big performances, with Shorak123 on Teamer Saga Darcy, a decklist with aggressive red creatures shored up by Tarmogoyfs, Ren6, and Urza Saga. In 18th place, a surprise performance by Neoform Craterhoof Affinity, played by TBX Green Guy. Wambo Combo on Amulet Titan in 19th place, and Bill Siv on Glimpse of Tomorrow Cascade in 26th place. 
Well, that takes care of all of the Magic Online competitive events, as well as the biggest paper event of the weekend. But it's time for our weekly check-in on the Trophy Tussle. As I mentioned last week, Aspiring Spike has created an exciting trophy race this season by being a streamer with a large platform who's made a commitment to the Magic Online trophy race. What I did not mention at that time was he's put 200 subscriptions on the line if he should fail to attain his goal. That's right, 200 Twitch subscriptions will be gifted to his chat if, at the end of the race, he fails to be in first. No other competitor has put any real stakes on this event as of yet, but that doesn't mean that there's any reason to think that that won't happen. With 28 days and 12 hours remaining in this season, the standings are as follows. Why Prince of P at 26 trophies, Aspiring Spike 23 trophies, Canister MTG at 20 trophies, The Tunneling Cat at 18 trophies, and MTGO Bazaar at 16 trophies. And tied just off the board, Andy Awkward and Doomwake. Since we last checked in, Y Principe has raced past Aspiring Spike and is starting to create a strong lead with his unbelievable success with Mono Green Tron. However, this is not to say that Spike can't easily keep up since he spent most of the weekend making the top four of the Hunter Burton Memorial Open. Canister as well had a busy weekend out of the modern leagues, top aiding both a modern and pioneer challenge and competing in vintage. While the majority of his modern results continue to roll in on elementals, he also managed a 5-0 on Friday with the black-green Titan Reanimator hybrid build from the 5-0 deck dump. As of Friday, Doomwake seemed to be a little down on the trophy race, expressing his feeling that the gap between himself and the other players seemed insurmountable. However, it seems his attitude has turned around fairly quickly as by Saturday he seemed more ready to embrace the possibility of being back in it. Finally, Tunneling Cat. That's right, the Tunneling Cat has been putting up some very strong results on her signature e-tron, including an 18-win run for three trophies, which has put her over the top of MTGO Bazaar in a meaningful way. Etron hasn't been showing particularly strong results overall, except when in the hands of exceptional pilots like the Tunneling Cat or other streamer Dreams of Ashiok. A good reminder that knowing a deck inside and out and being a seasoned grinder can put a player over the top of an otherwise unfriendly metagame. Well, that about does it for this truly inaugural episode of This Week in Modern. If you have a deck or story that you think is newsworthy, then you can contact me at twimmtg on twitter.com or email thisweekinmodern at gmail.com. I'd like to thank modern journalist Bamzig for his inspiration and always informative posts on Reddit and up-to-date tweets over the weekend. This is Mean Monogreen of Lanoir wishing you a healthy and happy week.